Good morning. This is Nick Matson with the We the People podcast here in the Central Coast of California. I'm here with Bob Fonero, the current president of the Paso Robles Rotary Club. And we're going to have a, a great show for you today. I think we'll go over um, a number of things um, that uh, interest, hopefully interest you and, and have fun talking about it. Um, one of the questions that you had, Bob, was uh, what is cancel culture? And and the, the tagline of our show here, as uh, some of the viewers and listeners have um, already come to uh, to understand is it's kitchen table talk over the grill of cancel culture. And the theme of that is that what we want to do produce as a show is a an environment where we have kitchen table talk. And it's it's that that kitchen table talk where, you know, if you have friends over, you may not agree with each other. But you have, you know, you're, you're, you have a meal, you, you, you have an evening and you sit and talk about all kinds of things. You kind of just, you know, let it go and let it flow as, as the, and that's the theme of the show. Being that it's over the grill of cancel culture, it's kind of play on words in terms of the grill and, and, and barbecuing, um, that type of thing. Um, and then cancel culture being a current iteration of the PC culture, political correctness culture, that, um, has maybe in, in terms of cancel culture has gone askew or awry in terms of that they'll you can get banned from YouTube or banned from Twitter or banned from Facebook for a political view that in the current iteration isn't even really controversial. It's just there's um, a certain mob mentality that has political pressure that you know and what what you'll find without getting too political on um, and, and this has been discussed ad nauseum um, by pundits and and other podcasters and and um, so it's widely known but uh, the if you're conservative you're high you're more likely to get canceled or banned than if you are liberal on social media and that's just a, 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 a factual take on the whole big picture. Um, as far as the, the We the People podcast, um, I, I doubt we are going to um, push the limit of that, those discussions in this podcast. Um, and I don't know, you know, but we are aware of it. And that's kind of the, the reason for the tagline is we're aware of the cancel culture. And when we have honest conversations like we're about to have and just talk about stuff, we're we'll talk about rotary. We'll talk about um, what you, you know, how you became Bob Fonero, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> you know, and, and, and we'll talk about that. And, you know, that honest conversation lends itself to, um, to being scrutinized. We, we put it out there on, on the, you know, and people, uh, on the web and and in in on the show and people can can criticize it and they often do and there's there's now m millions and millions of uh, keyboard warriors who will pile on to to people uh, whether we'll ever ascend to that uh, level of of greatness we don't know but uh, but the the more important topic is the kitchen table talk. Uh, the the having the conversation between us that uh, sets the stage for I think what we'd like to promote is having civil conversations whether whether you agree on things. Uh, this is perfect because a couple of weeks ago the, this stay at home thing has become so um, boring 
and that and and our hunger for social contact is for me is is premier um, I'm with Keller Williams Realty and uh, the head of our group is called the team leader okay so I Jay Pete and I called up Jay and and we said well let's let's go to this Pastor Noble City Park and and I'll bring a couple of beers and we'll sit at the picnic table out here and just talk no agenda right so right when, when everything you taught said so we it was like a Saturday afternoon we sat there at the picnic table just talking about anything that came you know con things that we had in common things that family things um, hist family history it was just it was it was just the two hours that were just so refreshing right right exactly exactly and and that's the idea that we want to capture those you know those on camera and and maybe example or or be um, and also teach somebody something they didn't know so if we can get into to some things that that give somebody something to think about and go oh i didn't i didn't think of it that way you know i think that's what those kitchen table talks allow us to do when you talk about well you know this is my history and, and my family history so uh, what were some of the things that you got out of that conversation with jp we had, there's a um i'm 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 now in the older crowd i'm in, i'm a, a a veteran of the senior citizens group and and so there's a, 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 a difference in age okay and, and it's just fun and but it just you know i'm I, I could be jay's father but it was just we had a really um he's he's very articulate he's got a good head on his shoulders and we just talked about um things that were personal that that i felt like he wouldn't not he would not be talking to he wouldn't be talking to you today on about, about some of the things we talked right about. right and, and I, I don't mean they were just personal you know intimate how he feels about certain relationships for instance that kind of thing and it's just it's nice when you have that kind of person in your life that um trusts you yeah and knows that you're that what he says to you or she says to you is in confidence yeah and it's just a it's a treasure right yeah absolutely the, those personal relationships that like you mentioned you they get stifled when you're stuck in isolation and you need that personal well, time well even even you know even pre everything i think now is pre-covid you know right <laughs> right versus this what this 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 existence that we're in and 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 i was driving down here this morning and you look at all the smoke in the air and you look up the sun is this big orange ball in the sky yeah and you're going whoa this is like the twilight zone yeah you know? <laughs> so because there's we get 117 degrees in paso robles you know and yeah then, and then there's the smoke and there's fires in california and it's, there's like it's, 600 fires it's like it's, it's armageddon yeah and it's and you just take a deep breath, and, you know, and, and I truly believe that, that, you know, spiritually that this too shall pass. Right. And, and there'll, there'll be a 2021. Right. <laughs> the smoke will clear. I think I think that's a, a visual representation. And we you know, for everybody who uh, is listening to this outside of either California or maybe our current week um, in California. Uh, right now, there are hundreds of fires. Um, there was just one in, I guess, north of the Nassimino area. That is, I think, causing all the smoke that we're seeing here um, over the past few days. Uh, fires all over California have brought ash to our front porch um, in the Tascadero. 
and it's and when the smoke clears it's it's kind of a, a relieving uh, visual of getting back to normal even though there's a lot of stuff that is still abnormal in 2020 which you know you, you referenced 2021 i think we're all ready to compartmentalize 2020 as a as a, an experiment that we don't want to try again and move on to you know what's next in 2021 right what's uh what has uh how have your has your experience been um through from the the lockdown through this and maybe if you want to get well, into the social you know the rotary well, club and stuff like that uh, what all what all what comes to the front of my mind is how i know you and it's through the pastoral was rotary club yeah and the way that this is Pastor Robles Rotary is is an, uh, it's been in Pastor Robles. It's hard to believe since 1924. Yeah, and and it's been a part of this community uh, all these years, and it's become a very large club. We have, you know, if you look at community service clubs in a, in towns our size of, you know, like 30,000 people, we've got 88 members. Yeah, it's a, it's a big club. It's a big club. So when you become I've been active in the club for 16 years, and so as you, as the more active you become, then all the you become a candidate for president of the club. And I, they, they tell you our club because we're so big, we, we let everybody know two years in advance. So in 2018, they said, okay, Bob, in 2020, you're going to become president of the club. I went, great. Right. You think you think you know what that means, and I think I know. You know, the pa- we met the Pastor Robles <laughs> Inn, and it's a room full of people. Yeah, and we have lunch. This thing called lunch. Yeah, remember that, yeah. Remember that concept. I remember lunches. Yeah, and, and a buffet. That concept. Yeah, and it's there's some energy. people serving you without masks, and and people shaking hands and giving hugs all around the room. Yeah, and so it's a social experience, mm-hmm. and and it's a room. It's 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 that's what it's meant to be. And Rotary is just one little example of of these social gatherings that we're all used to. Right. So that format, when you walk into that room, there's some energy in the room. Right. And it's fun. Okay. And so I'm looking forward. So the years go by now it's 2019 and they go, I'm president elect and in 2020 and we have this thing down in Los Angeles for president elects training. And it was in February pre COVID. Yeah. Yeah. There was 500, about a couple of weeks. Yeah. 500 people in the room. Everybody's all fired up. Yeah. Okay? And then boom. And all of a sudden they go, this thing called, they said, well, we're going to have, you have to stay at home and we're going to have this thing called zoom. And we go, what's, what's that? Well, we sure know what it is now. Everybody knows <laughs> what zoom is now. Yeah. It was a, it was a crash course in virtual training. Yeah. So anyway, so now our meetings are not in the pastorals in ballroom. Right. I'm sitting at my computer at home, you know, and it's not what I expected. So you take a deep breath as I'm doing it right at this moment um, and thinking, okay, now how do I adjust? How do I um, manage my, not only the club as their leader, quote unquote, but how do I manage myself? How, How am I going to be okay with this Zoom thing versus that ballroom experience. Right. Because this is nowhere, it's not the fun that I expected. Right. And so I tell, when I talked, when we had these, I say to the people that are on the Zoom call, this is, this is not what we all expected. This is not what we thought Rotary was going to be like. And then you expand the world to the bigger world to Mid-State Fair. Yeah. To, 
to our b- big fundraiser, which is the winemakers cookoff in right. August. Cancel, cancel. Yeah. And we we do this thing Oct- Pioneer Day. We do this thing called the Old Timers Barbecue. Right. I can just tell you, Nick, that when I came to town, uh, 16 years ago, I didn't know what. When and, and I was talking to one of our guys, and I, they were talking about this Old Timers Barbecue. I says, I said, well, what is it? Wh- what's an old timer? Oh, it's somebody that's lived in Paso Robles for 50 years. I said, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> right. How many of those do you have? Yeah. How many can that be? Yeah. That, yeah. So it was always at the event center, but it, in those yeah. days it was the fairgrounds. Yeah. And they, he said, you come. So it's always the Thursday before Pioneer Day. They'd have lunch, and we, our club would sponsor it. Right. And by gosh, I walked in. All these, we, they have, we have happy hour that starts at 10 o'clock. And all these guys are, boy, they're coming in. And they're all the old timers and their sons and their grandsons who have been in Paso Robles 50 years. Yeah. It's 300 people. Right. I'm going, holy. And I said, and I I was new to Paso Robles. I said, what is this? Yeah. You know, this is. is Well, some background on that. Um, Can you explain, you know, what, a little bit about Pioneer Day and, and what, what the, roots of that are and and what the old timers luncheon well, is about well i can't i can't i can only give you a a, a, a light a, 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 what they would call a cliff note summary of, yeah of yeah day. that's perfect <laughs> for those of the know what cliff notes are yeah right? uh, but it's a summary as it goes back to 1931 and um it was this town was a farm has been a farm still is in a lot of sort of ways the farm community it's a rural still we're still rural right and a lot of people are moving here now even with covid because it's it's got the culture that it does and that it's not right it's not the urban crunch and it's not you know it's just it's just i'm digressing but anyway so uh, the farmers and the merchants decided they wanted to get to know each other and so pioneer day came about from that then they had a parade and they have parade. I don't know about this year. This year they will not have a parade. Exactly. This so. is the first time since uh, I think it was around World War II. Some one of the years of World War II, or maybe two of the years that they did not have a parade during that time. And since then, and before then, from 1930s, they were having parades also. Yeah. So it's very rare that that we don't have a parade. Yeah. So it's it's um um it's a big part of this town. Yeah. And people, you know, who are now even my age, you know. They remember it's part of being living in Paso Robles. It's Pioneer right. Day. So then the, the group of old timers that show up, um, you, you mentioned it's uh, some farmers. Are, are, we're talking uh, they're, they're dressed up in, in their Wranglers and Stetsons, or is it all kinds? What, what do you see when you go to an old timer's barbecue? Oh, no, no. Barbecue? It, it, no, no. It's, it's just guys showing up. Most of these guys are in their 70s and 80s. Some of them are in their 90s. And then they have their sons with them. Yeah, but it's it's uh, the 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 event is that Rotary puts on the lunch. We p- we pay for the lunch. And because Rotary's into recognition, you know, if you come to Rotary, part of our our format is that we have lunch. At, used to at twelve o'clock, and at twelve thirty we have recognition, and then at t- one o'clock we have a speaker. Yeah, and the reason we do it that way is that that's what. Those those things mean something to everybody. They break bread. You talk kitchen table. Yeah. You break bread right. with someone. It's there's a certain dynamic that takes place if you're 
nourishing yourself right phys- physically right and mentally and then recognition is part of all, our culture i'll say hey nick i hear you moved into this really cool office on el camino real right you know you know and it, and that means something to you right right you know or i hear you know how are your children i hear your kids are now your oldest is now in the sixth grade um, my oldest, well, I've had uh, an, well, our oldest daughter is in, she's going to be a junior in high school and what? yeah. And then I have a six <laughs> and an eight year old. Yeah. So, uh, third, third grade. Um, yeah. Well, so, and then, and then, and then we have a speaker, right? Like, tomorrow. And, and that, that kind of recognition also, it lets people know something about the person being recognized that the rest of the group may not know. And you it's know. always, hey, I didn't know that. And then God, how, hey, it, it creates a, Nick, a spiritual you're, you're, connection. You're, you're such a young guy. How can you have a kid in high school? Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 and it creates a spiritual connection. You mentioned kind of the spirituality, you know, just the, the spiritual connection of just people. And when you break bread, you have that that kind of just energy in the room. And and uh, and that's a large part of what Rotary is and why I think you you have 88 people in the room, but sometimes you have so many guests where you could have a hundred people in the room. You come in, there's some old faces, there's some new faces. Uh, maybe you haven't seen somebody for a while. Maybe you see the same person every week, but uh, you're either catching up on them. You know what happened for, to them in the past week. And you sit at a table of, of seven other people or six other people and, and just let the conversation right. flow and Hey, what's happening with you today? And so, you know, so, so the, the, the whole thing, Rotary's community service. It's because our motto is service above self. Yeah. So it's not just about you and me. Right. So we're even here in COVID, we're now trying to think of ways that we can help different communities in, in need. In the, in, because with, with, we have a few dollars that we can, can, we can give us. Right, uh, right. We can help. So, but the other part of Rotary is education. So we have a speaker and we try to keep, you know, have, have something that when you come to that meeting, either you're going to enjoy lunch or you're going to get recognized, or one of your friends are going to get recognized, and you're going to learn something. Right. So by 1.30, you go, that was fun. Yeah. And off you go. Right. Go back to work. And, go back to and, your... Or, so that's the, that's the, that's the delivery. And right. Like, this shows a delivery. Right. That's the delivery. And so it's, and it's weekly. Right. And you, and you get to a point where you really look forward to it. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I, my kids are grown, and they know at noon on Thursday, they know where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> the bo- dad, dad's at Rotary because he wants to be there and because it's fun. But it, in today's world, it's social. Right. And so I'm big on it. And it's um, it's it's important. I'm looking forward to when our all our lives get back to. Well, that's that. one of the things about Rotary, too, is I, I'm one of the younger people in Rotary, in, in Paso Rotary, and you have people who've been in the Rotary Club for years, you know, 30 years, maybe longer than that, some of them. And so you're then when we're talking about COVID, we're also talking about a, a, a population that they you say the vulnerable population um, that are in their 70s and 80s, who that is a part of what keeps them going too is is that in person interaction. And we're all like you said, we're all waiting to be able to just wash our hands and go back into the the the, the, the <laughs> Paso right. Robles in ballroom and and see each other again. Um, that, there was a couple weeks um, where there was in-person meetings at uh, the Grace Baptist Church in Paso. 
um, did that, that, that I couldn't last long because of the, the ups and downs of the regulations and things that happened. Yes. Short answer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, it, 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 that was an interesting, uh, footnote to this whole thing. I don't know if it's a footnote or a, a header because rotary year my, starts July 1st. So my term right. as president is July. 1st. So here, so I, uh, the prior president, I thought her, her uh, Nicolette and it, and it was June 30th. I said, by June 30th, Will this be, will all be over. This will be, all, yeah, this will right. be over and we're back in business. Right. Because she, she was president in March when it was uh, all the mandates for closures and, and, and shelter at place and shelter at home. Right. Um, safer at home and all of those went into play. She dealt with all of that. And then and then you were like, OK, get Good. it, get it ready for me, Nicolette. And, and we're going to get back to normal here. So anyway, and um, in, in our club, we have a. a, a, a a reverend, a pastor. <clears throat> so he says to Gary me, Barker, great, Gary, Gary Barker. great gentleman. Yeah. So Gary walks up to me right at the, uh, right at the end of June and says, Hey, listen, Bob, if you need a place to, to uh, have your meetings, you can meet at my fellowship hall at the church. I said, cool. So can I come over and look at it? And so he shows to me big hall. We can have the tables socially distanced and, you know, four chairs at a, at a 10 table. T uh, right. Right. So cool. So during the month of July, we had what's called a hybrid, because we were doing in person at the church, and Zoom. Because some people said, "No, we're not coming." Period. Right. And I've got this. I'm digressing, but our Rotary is 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 organized in districts, and so the district governor, which is we've got about four, because we're rural, we have about four counties. We go. San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, Ventura, Kern, you know, right. huge district. Right. But we had about 70 clubs. So the district governor put out some, some guidelines, you know, and, and, and she and said, here's what, here's what you can do. And, and so anyway, um, they, she said, if you do, when you do Zoom, not if, when you do Zoom, right. you need to, don't run the show yourself. And like you're, this is your, you, right. You, you have a, you, have could, you could have a producer sitting over, have here. a technician, you know, right. so they, so in the, today's, uh, uh, terminology, it's your zoom coordinator. Right. So I have this lady in our club, Lacey Clifton, who's smart as a whip, knows computer technology, yeah. just like that. And she says, I'll, I'll do it. So when we do zoom, she's my co-host. And I, there's, she's right there. She's like a producer. Okay. And she'll say, okay, Nick, it's, it's, you know, it's time or whatever it is. So she is right there as, as my, and, and so the, the district governor said, don't try to run the show yourself because you're trying to do all the right stuff. You've got enough to juggle without having to deal with technical. So somebody, someone needs to be admitted or yeah. you need to share a screen or mute this guy. You've right. got all that stuff that you'd come to know. Let Lacey will do it. Or if you you could be live and say, Lacey, how do I? Sh would you would you bring this guy in on a, on a uh, unmute him? He's not unmuted. Right. Cool. Right. 
Okay, so we're doing all this. I'm Share done. screens, different things that might yeah. need to Forgive happen. me for yeah. digressing. But no, no, fine. Yeah. This is table, yeah, this I think is table people, talk. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think you know, people, people can relate to that in a big way you know, over the past few months. So anyway, so we're doing all this. This is the month of July. So we were getting uh, maybe 15, 16 people would come to the church. And then we'd get maybe 15, 16 people on Zoom. But I, I've, been, I've been, I'm still curious to this day why we're, why we're not getting a bigger response. But I can get to that at another time. But um, so anyway, July, uh, San Luis Obispo County, all, there's all these metrics as to whether you're now, not whether we're in stage two, now whether, whether we're purple. You know. Right, color coordinated now. We're, we, I, I, I haven't caught up. I know some counties moved from purple to red. Right. Um, I have a big, I have a big issue with. Uh, I, I know life will never return back to normal, but there is a normal that we can, you know, uh, approach. And I, I believe in human ingenuity that whatever we need to do, we can do to get to a place where everybody feels comfortable. And everybody knows, you know, how to either protect themselves or to maintain or to to handle life on life's terms, so to speak. So I feel like avoiding and the reason I bring that up, the governor said that there's no green. There's purple, red, orange and yellow right. and no green because we'll never get back to green. Um, but we <laughs> I, I think we all for for everybody's sake, we need to have a green in our life yeah. and, and, a, and, a, and, a, uh, yeah. so, but yeah, so we're, we're in, we're in some form of a color coded and, and right. so, so anyway, so the, the July goes and then, and then there's this uptick in San Luis Obispo County in the metrics. Right. And if you listen, listen to, if you watch uh, some of the, sh um, uh, um, websites, you'll see Dr. Penny Bornstein, Excellent we, doctor. We, we now know who she exactly who she is. Yeah, she was thrust into the spotlight. And I, I feel like she's one that was ready to step into the spotlight and say, this is my job. And I just I was always very impressed with her candor, with her with her steady gait through the whole thing and her balance of health and protection and restarting and, and getting back to work because she she knew and it respected the gravity right. between the two. So Very for those that don't know, well she's done. our county health, county health, public health officer. Yeah. And we've had her at Rotary as a speaker. So I knew who she was. Excellent. And um, all of a sudden now she's up there and, and well, it drives me crazy, but the people that are doing the sign language are like. <laughs> yeah. I, they, they, they also were thrust into the spotlight. Uh, <laughs> sign language interpreters, and they're yeah. amazing. They are one of the most entertaining. Their facial expressions, I, I, I have to say this, they, as we're watching that, because we all got introduced to these sign language interpreters through this um, process, and what I saw, I was like, they're, they're speaking to deaf people. So what I what I realized through this process, and maybe I didn't realize it, maybe I made it up, but it what I saw from them is that their facial expressions are like they were very contorted in a way that said, This is obvious what we're talking about, but we're talking about it anyway. And and it was I I got a sense that deaf people um are not dumb. They are very intelligent and they know maybe Maybe because they they don't hear all the nonsense that goes on in life, 
they don't have they they have more common sense than we do because that's what i got from the the sign language interpreters like this is common sense but this is what they're talking about and their facial expressions said that i was deaf people will think we're, we're just ridiculous out here in the in the non-deaf world because they don't they you know so that that was a very interesting I, I, yeah. very entertaining that's interesting. that's an interesting comment because of this table talk table talk that you can digress into that right exactly you like, know and I'll, and there and i'll and i'll remember that because helen keller agrees with you right 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 <laughs> case in so, point yeah yeah so anyway back back to point so um, we had the spike in our metrics in the county, and Paso Robles becomes a hot spot. They said, "Oh, you guys in Paso Robles, you're particularly, uh, your net metrics are up." Yeah. If if the point was if the goal was to have more Paso Robles is winning that. So, our district governor happens to live in San Luis Obispo. It's a woman and Deb. Deb calls me up. She says, Bob, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. No in-person meetings. It's just not safe. And I want you to I want you to be safe, not sorry. Right. Because all of these things that are doing we're doing with the social, uh, these uh, stay at home and all this stuff has to do with liability. It has to do with liability insurance. It has to do with people if something happens, guess what they do? They can point a finger and and they yeah sue you right. And so Rotary saying all these groups, whether it's the Pastorals Inn, won't let us come back right because you're not going to get sick on my on my watch right. So this is this is the economic world saying, oh, no 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 no, you're not it, it, the restaurants got to eat outside right that whole thing you know that's another topic you know and what's the impact it's putting on restaurants and their their uh, ability to stay in business so anyway so she said you, so that happened so long story short uh august we went z totally zoom and so here we are We're yeah totally zoom and um i journal it i'm, I'm i am a spiritual guy um and I follow this concept called science of mind, which is a wonderful uh, philosophy. So I read every morning, I read a daily guide, and then in the evening I journal, which is a form, as I understand, it's a form of meditation. Sure. So I've come, I, I write down because it, you know, if I said to you, Nick, what did you do last Wednesday? Just tell me. And you right. go, I don't, I don't remember. It's a blur. How do I know? Right. You know? And so it, when you journal, um, it, it, it reminds you of, oh, yeah, that was cool. Or, oh, yeah, I, I, I have to remind myself not to do that again. Right. <laughs> right. You have you a know, written record of, know, I, of that. I do make mistakes, you know. Oh, 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 really? And so I journal in there, you know. So I, I have now numbered the rotary meetings. And I have a code, okay, so that. In the month of July, it was five meetings. In the month of August, it was four. So I went from M1 to M9. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now I'm at M, last week was M10, and tomorrow is M11. It's not rotary, it's M11. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
So it's, it's, uh, it's, well, we're all counting the days, right? And, and I don't know, like, are we, you, we have the pre COVID, we have the COVID, and then we have the post COVID. Um, you know, are we going to start the, the Gregorian calendar all over again and go, okay, let's, let's, let's put this in uh, perspective wow. and, and move forward? You know, probably not that extreme, but a lot of people are counting, counting things. Um, and, oh, everything, and putting, I'm sure we know, putting things in perspective. We know, we, we, we've got some landmarks in our lives. We have 9 11. Yeah. Where Which is coming up this week. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. Like, not I, to be I, overlooked at all. Like Friday. Yeah. And, and, and so things became my daughter. I have a grown daughter, lives in New York City. There's pre 9 11. Right. And there's 9 11. And our vivid memories of what happened that yeah. day. And there's put life after 9 11. And now it's um, 19 years. 19 years, I guess. So New York has been particularly interesting through all of this and, and interesting, you know, just, I want to put it safely and, and, uh, but has your daughter told you about her experience in, is it New York city that she's in? Mm -hmm. And has she told you about her experience with everything going on there? How does that have been for her? Um, it's, you know, everyone's got their story. She lives in a high rise. Mm -hmm. Um, she, she's married. And um, her husband's an attorney, so they're all they're at home, and she's 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 in she does voiceover commercials. Okay. So now, literally, she's doing her studio now is her closet. She's got it all set up that she right. she can still do a a a, um, a a take or she can do a um, an audition in her closet, and so but you know and then they they. And it's interesting in New York that we don't necessarily think about in Paso Robles or North County. People live in New York City because it's New York City. Right. Because of the social and the cultural and the sports, everything that that town, the, you know, they don't have. It is. They, I mean, don't, they don't have 20 restaurants. They have 200 restaurants. Right. So you live in New York City. You move there because you want to live in that and you want to be part yeah, of that. talking about an energy and a spiritual energy compacted into one place i mean that place is buzzing all the time so and then when then was when new york was at the, was a hot spot and yeah. you saw you could see uh times square with no cars yeah you go huh and broadway shut down so you couldn't go see you could not only can you not you, you couldn't see a broadway show you couldn't go couldn't go to the movies right you couldn't go sports forget sports what happened to baseball? Do we have baseball this year? I don't think we sort of. Sort of, <laughs> right. So anyway, to ask me how sports have so, been interesting. So here's people live in New York, and a lot of them are tenants versus owners. Right. Paying top dollar for rent. Oh, yeah. So if my daughter's paying $8,000 a month for rent, you want a return on investment. Exactly. And I no can't, matter where you I are. Can't, I can't do anything. So people are, you know, some people are leaving New York. Yeah. No, there's been reports of uh, mass exodus in New York um, over that reason. Um, mass evictions in L.A. I mean, people, this is, uh, is going to cause, and, 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 you know, speaking of returning to normal, whatever that looks like, this is currently causing a mass migration among the U.S. citizens people who live in, in bigger cities well, moving around. I'm a realtor. But she's still there. 
Huh? But she's hanging in there. Is that right? Your daughter? Oh, she's, she's still been there for years. Yeah, so she's hanging in there. She's not leaving, but there are people in New Talking York. Talking about it, though. Yeah, right. Um, because she's been there 29 years. Wow. And she's, my daughter's <coughs> 51. Um, you're, I'm, I know you're not even close. Uh, 41. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get, I'm getting there. <laughs> Enjoying every minute of it, though. Well, I think well, you have well, to. Well, you have a junior in high school, so I yeah. somewhere around somewhere 40. Around, yeah. for, somewhere yeah. around 40. Yeah. And I, I, and, and I know your wife is Haley, and, and yeah. she's probably somewhere around 40 also. She is 42. Now, little uh, known uh, fact, she's six months older than me. So um, I always, for, for six months out of the year, her birthday's in May and mine's in December. So for six months out of the year, she's 42 and I'm 41. I get to enjoy being you know, a, a year younger than her and then I catch up again. That's funny because my daughter's older than her husband. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not uncommon. We're right, yeah, we're right there. It's it, pretty much the same age. Both, both born in 1978. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of uh, looking at all of the the big picture returning to normal. What, how has this affected you're a real estate agent I am. in Paso Robles for Keller Williams. How long have you, uh, what brought you to Paso Robles? Let's. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the Cliff's notes version again. Right. Uh, we lived in, we lived in the Bay area. We lived in Marin County and, um, we lived there for 20 years and my kids grew up there, went to high school there. Oh, I got a table talk. My kids went to Redwood High School, which is in, I don't know if you know Marin. I know, I know a little bit about it. It's central Marin, and yeah, there's a couple okay. of communities called Corte Madero, Larkspur, and mm -hmm. any of your listeners might go, oh yeah, I know what Bob's talking about. Gavin Newsom, our governor, went to Redwood High School. Okay. And he was, so he's like 52. <clears throat> my daughter's 51, so she, they were in, my daughter was in high school with Gavin Newsom. Okay. So that's just a little tidbit there. yeah yeah so we know some we know some stories that go all the way back to when he was mayor of san francisco and yeah some of that uh, stuff yeah so anyway um we lived in marin maybe we can have a whole other show on on some of those things when we when when you feel ready to right that'd be fun <laughs> uh, yeah, i'd have to go with a mask on my face <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway we so we moved to um we moved to Carmel, and we lived in Carmel for 10 years, and then we moved to Paso. Uh, we wanted a, it, the weather, you know, my, my wife loved Carmel. I thought the weather was, you know, June, July, you know, we complain about the, what's going on now, but it was foggy. Yeah. You, know, you wouldn't see that. Yeah. So I wanted some sunshine. Well, Paso Robles was just, you know, and, and, and even then, uh, we moved here in 2004, it was just becoming wine country. I was going to say, yeah, that's that's right before the big launch, basically, of, of Paso Robles' esteem in in the wine industry. So it was it was like Gary Eberle was one of the pioneers, and yeah, and Gary's in our Rotary Club, and, and he's he's but he's been in business for forty years, and um, so it it was it was we he's known as the Godfather of of Paso Robles wine country. Yeah, so we. House prices, we're looking around, and there was at this time, the, the old part of town was west of Highway 101, was the west side. Yeah, yep. And then either you lived on the west side, 
which is that means you've been around for a while, or the east side, where there were uh, some new subdivisions going up along Union Road. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so the we, west side uh, being Olive Street, uh, Vine Street. Everything, every everything west of the river. Yeah. The river was sort of the the delineator. You, yeah. You didn't live. You didn't live on the other side of the river. Yeah. You know. And so now that's the new the new Passaflora Falls. Anyway, so they were building a new subdivision there uh, on Montebello Estates, and so we bought a house. Well, the price of houses in Paso Robles versus the price of houses in Carmel were two different worlds. Right. <laughs> if you don't know about that, just look that up and, and find out. You know, right. There's a huge difference. Yes. Carmel is a, is a, a wonderful place and a point. Yeah, beautiful. Destination. And, mm -hmm. I love and going up there. Monterey and, and Carmel are one yeah. of um, Haley and I's favorite places to go yeah, visit. We, us too. So, so anyway... Um, Fast forward. You in fact, a, a little table talk sidebar real quick uh, is we were up in Carmel the week before COVID shutdowns. So oh. so if you know Carmel, you know that that is it's kind of an international destination also. So it, it, right before the travel bans and COVID lockdowns, Haley and I and our boys are mixing it up <clears throat> on Carmel Beach with people from all over the world. You can just walk around and people are talking different languages and we have no thought to, to any germs being spread around. We're just, we're just there enjoying the time. And then come a week later we go, Oh wow. With shutdowns and everything. And we were just in Carmel with people all over from all over the world spreading whatever they were spreading. Um, it was, it was a, a shocking, uh, realization that, that we were in that kind of environment when we you know you didn't even think about it and fast forward so but anyways uh, uh go ahead back to so anyway how you got we, here so we, we, we bought a house and we well why did we move to paso robles is the weather and um i liked i liked i liked the i didn't know i really didn't know what paso robles was all about yeah and i'm not sure i still know it all but i think i do um but uh it's a great place to live yeah it is and um People here are, um, you d they say hello, and you can walk, I can walk in my neighborhood uh, s still to this day uh, feeling safe. And so these are important things. Yeah, they are. And um, uh, it, it's just, uh, it, and, and people want to, uh, um, there's a lot of older people that, that, have, that have now come to Paso Robles. Uh, we, you know, there's, it's, uh, we've got. We haven't had much growth because of the what we call the, the Great Recession, and but now there are some subdivisions that have been in, been, yeah. on, been on the table for years. I mean, right, that uh, are getting the into old, development, passing uh, the planning. The, the Olson Ranch has been on the. Yeah. You know, Neil Olson was a member of our club. Yeah. And I can remember before he passed, which was a year ago, he says, "I don't know if I'll live long enough to see this thing developed." Well, he didn't, but his heirs have lived long enough. Yeah. But it, the the development process, which you're going to be, you know, because you're dealing with dealing with as you move forward in your political life, um, it's a long process, right? And um, so anyway, now that there are going to be some new houses built in Paso Robles, which we haven't had a we haven't had a new subdivision since I bought uh, 16 years ago. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing, right? Because you know, you you bought, and then there was the 2008 recession and then the long haul out of that to where we are now and then 
um, and then just hit a little pause. And I think everybody's looking at at the coronavirus, uh, the pandemic as a as some sort of a pause that has a restart to it. Uh, we'll see what that looks like because we're still not we're not post COVID. So so and it's talking about shifting gears just a tad into the economic world. Um, supply and demand for housing in Paso Robles in North County because there is no more new, there has not been a supply, a new addition to the supply right. pool. Those houses which are in existence, some being nicer than others, and people moving here from the Bay Area where they look at a house that's 700000 and they go, that's all? Yeah. You know? Cause it's to relate it, it's like, people who live in Paso Robles and can buy a house in Arizona, it's a similar price difference. You're like, that's half of what it would cost here. Would, yeah. you know, that's, yeah. or, or Texas, you know, yeah. people say, I can buy, I can buy a house in the suburb of Texas for two ninety five. Right. Oh, and a, ca a castle compared yeah, to what, a really nice yeah. house. Yeah. Two story, four bedrooms. Yeah. And, and you go, do you, what did you say? Yeah. 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 It's just a, you know, and, and, but here, um, so like Montebello um, houses, you know, so if I've been there, so what's happening is, you know, some things you have to work hard to make a living and some things just sort of happen. And appreciation in your home is sort of one of those events. All of a sudden right. your, your house is not worth X, it's worth X plus one. Right. Or X plus two. And you're right. going, gee, outside of the like the 2008 economic downturn, which which hurt a lot of, uh, you know, did hurt the, the housing market. Other than that, your your home, your investment in your home is pretty much a net growth over time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's uh, it, and, and that is interesting that, you know, the the supply and demand you know has kept prices, even though uh, they're low compared to what Carmel would be or what, you know, um, you know, uh, Marin County, Marin County, you know, some of those, uh, Palo Alto, right. Yeah. You know, some of the, you know, the prices there are much higher than here, but some of the, our prices have remained, um, high, higher than they could be based on demand. We haven't built new homes, so there's not a, a great supply either. So that's kept some of the prices, you know, kind of at a good high rate for people. Uh, I don't think that, that the new developments are going to impact that too heavily that we're, we're a very desirable place to live. And I think that's, you know, that it, it does get hot here sometimes, but we are direct access, Paso's direct access to Cambria, Atascadero's direct access to Morro Bay with a, a nice 15 minute drive and you're, you're on the coast. Um, wine country being what it is. Um, we have really, uh, Paso Robles has a, a really great, cultural identity to itself that is that is from um, an, an agricultural root uh, it, it was the almond ca capital of the world and um, Derby winery is now in that building that was the the almond processing plant in Paso Robles when it was the almond capital of the world and it's Paso Robles um, in particular has reinvented itself as it needs to to stay um, true to itself, but also um, stay uh, economically viable and 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 resilient in that way. Um, and then you have, you know, traditions like Pioneer Day, which we really are looking forward to um, getting back to next year and having that great parade. 
that celebrates its roots and celebrates the the coming together of your city folks and your uh, and your agricultural folks and your farmers um, and the 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 inception of that event and and it still goes on today it says you know the slogan uh, leave your pocketbook at home because it was a, a celebration by the the city folks and the business owners in the city to appreciate the farmers so come in leave your pocketbook at home we're gonna feed you they still have the bean feed um, and that everybody comes down they bring their their own pots fill them up with the beans, go and, and sit in the park with their families and friends and, and share beans that are, are made by, uh, I think it's the Lions Club, um, mm -hmm. still doing that. So very, very unique, wonderful events in, in Paso Robles, the, the Mid-State Fair. Um, it's just uh, 2020 was for a lot of people a, a reminder of, of how precious life really is, not to take it for granted. Um, and to appreciate every moment because we, you know, these, these things that are so natural to us in this area and across the world are, uh, are not promised. But, but, but having you said that, if you try to, to try to make uh, lemonade out of lemons, there are some things people will tell you, some conversations that they're having with people because they're not their agenda, they, they've, every day, you know, pre-COVID, we have, we would have our calendars and our agendas and we were, everyone was busy. Yeah. And, and you go, what is, what is, you'd always say to somebody, are you busy? And someone would say, oh yeah, it's, business is great. Or, or I'm, I'm doing this this weekend, I'm doing this Labor Day weekend, we're gonna go do this and this and this. And now it's what do you, I, nothing. I'm not doing anything. I'm cutting the grass. <laughs> yeah. I'm fixing the toilet. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 cleaning out the garage, and I'm talking to my neighbors. Yeah. You talk to your neighbors. So you know. Well, there was a there was a point in there when I went to our neighbors and I said, look, if you're going to the grocery store, you need something from the grocery store. Text us, because. It was when, why would two of us go to the same grocery store? You know, we don't want to do that because uh, it, it's more exposure to potential COVID and different things. So w it went back to, hey, we'll save each other a trip. You know, if you need anything from the grocery store, I'm going, I'll bring it to you. You know, that, yeah. that type of thing didn't happen, you know, and, for and years, it, for years. And it, it, so all of a sudden, your, your time frame or your, your people, it's like my neighbor. It's a guy your age. And he was barbecuing in his driveway. It's sort of like the, you know, in the front, <laughs> front of the house, not the back of the house. He's barbecuing in the driveway, because the neighbors tend to gather at his house. And so he says to me, he says, um, I was telling him about a new beer that I had bought, and I said I'll bring a, I'll bring over a couple of beers. And we'll share them. He says, great. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Someone, I'm listening. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> um, I'm pulling up uh, the uh, the rotary, um, Paso Robles rotary site. But go ahead. So, okay. The the beer. And so we, we just so here we are sitting in the in, the, in a couple uh, lawn chairs in the, this guy's driveway. That's that's how we celebrated Labor Day. You know. Yeah. And it was just it was and it was and I said this is great. Yeah. You know, 
it, it's simple pleasures that you know that too busy in in another era it, it things were moving too fast to just park it on how are we doing time wise um we're doing good we'll, we'll shut it down here in a few minutes uh, i think uh, a great end to it because uh, i wanted to say something in relation to what you just did yes let's let's and this spotlight that. this relates to you because yeah. uh this has to do with Paxos Paso Robles Daily News. Okay. Uh, Scott Brennan. Yeah. Y you know Scott? Yeah. Um, he's in Rotary. Yes. So we're trying to build, we're trying to get people to get on to, to the Zoom meetings. Why aren't you, what is it we have to do to get you to get on right. Zoom? Other than you just there, with, sitting there with your arms folded saying, I don't do Zoom. Okay. Fine. H have you heard that yes from some people? Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I don't do Zoom. Yeah. Okay, fine. All right. So anyway, you're gonna have those. So, so we decided we got some some. It's talking about the lemonade. Some guys in the room said, look, "Look, this is what we need to do. Let's ask Scott Brennan to put something on his Pastoral Daily News about our meetings because some people are gonna enjoy hearing our speakers." Right. So if you look at Pastoral Daily News today, you'll see there's a spiel about if you want to hear Jim Brescia tomorrow at one o'clock. Yeah. This. Here's the link. So we had this brain gas that said, look, you want to get some people to get on, the, not only Rotarians, but there's going to be people in the community want to hear what Jim Brescia has to say. Right. So this is going to be open. The, the Zoom meeting is going to be open to anybody in Paso Robles or, or other, otherwise. Anybody that looks at Paso Robles Daily News. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting because I'm the host and my friend Lacey is the co-host. You can see how, how many participants you've got. Right. And who they are. They, and who they, they are. They should be signing in with their name. And So someone says, look, here's the double header. Some of those non-Rotarians might think, hey, this Rotary thing's kind of cool. Right. It's a kind of intro to Rotary 101. And they might say, how do I find out? Maybe I'd like to become a member. Right. Ah. So... All of a sudden, this and we've discussed this uh, over the past couple of years in Rotary. We, we made those flyers on what yeah. Rotary is and, and handed those out and, and different things of, of how does somebody get into a club like Rotary. Right. And, and it's, it's word of mouth in most cases. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, or you came from another place where you were in Rotary. And but a lot of times it's, it's, it's someone in the business community that just is, is, has a modicum of, of, of awareness that there's some of these clubs out there. I think they're, I think they're community service. Not sure what that means. Right. But I think there's some business networking there. Some for me, and I want to get known in the community. I want them, I want people to know who Nick Matson is. Okay. Well, and, and Rotary has a set of values, the, the yes. four way test and, and values that are intrinsic to and the club and the organization that also they have to have meaning to you. I mean, if you yes. if you go to Rotary and the four-way test has no meaning to you, then you're probably in the wrong place. But <laughs> you, you you know, or or you just haven't been there you know long enough. But uh, there's there's those things that that connect but, you to something that's greater than yourself <laughs> in that sense. That's great because I <laughs> the four-way test people don't know what they don't have they can't relate to that phraseology. So I call it a code of ethics. Yeah. Right. You know, and if and if I say that if I if and I live my life by this code of ethics because the first one is is it the truth? Is it the truth? So, if you don't 
if that's not important to you, I guess you're in the wrong place. Right, right. <laughs> you, if, you, if you can't wrap your mind around that concept and that code of ethics, yeah. And then the, the second is, is, is it fair, fair to all concerned? And will it build goodwill and, and better, better friendships? friendships? And will it be beneficial to all concerned? Right. I got to tell you, if you're president of the club, you better know the, the four-way test by memory. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And when when you when you open the club um, and the meeting, then you know a table. It traditionally a table will stand up and give the four-way test, um, and you you everybody else in the room is is staring at the that table. You know, putting them on the spot for right. their knowledge of the four-way test and. Right. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it's a it's a, a great club. Um, yeah, so um, go to uh, you know Paso Robles. Now, is that link also at uh, PasoRoblesRotary.org that they can click and I don't, and view? No, I think it's PasoRoblesDailyNews.com. Okay, so uh, should probably we should probably get uh, that also on PasoRoblesRotary.org so people can also find it there if they're if they search. Paso Robles Rotary, um, and be able to um, to get into the show there. I, well, I don't know. People don't think about doing that. Yeah. Um, and then we have to have a technician that does it. Yeah. And and Lacey Clifton is that technician? Is that right? And you. And me. Well, oh, oh, on the on the website, yeah. But in terms of of hosting the show, I'm looking at you. And <laughs> uh, as in terms of hosting the show, Lacey Clifton is is I'm that the technician. Host. Oh, she's a co-host. Yeah, but oh, she's, she's a technician, she's, right? She's, she's my the, Zoom coordinator. She's a Zoom coordinator. And and her, just give it a shout out to her. Her her business is... Uh, I, I'm not sure what her business is, but she's... she's Chickadita. Um, yeah. She's the Chickadita, she, uh, social media marketing. Yeah. Um, so uh, she she's, is... She's your age, and she, yeah. just, she knows her you know, She knows, she her, knows stuff. her stuff, yeah. Yeah, so if you're also looking for a social media um, help, Lacey Clifton is is uh, yeah. uh, a solid source, and and, and I know. think her her brand is Chickadita, so you can look that's that true. up. It's pretty pretty easy to, to find there, um, and and can help out. If I think that that's opened, you know, this this current market has opened that door for people who have the awareness and the ability to help people host host their Zoom meetings or or even in a, a inter uh, a commerce, a commercial venue where maybe they were waiting for somebody to walk in the door, but now they can interface through Zoom now that they're comfortable with it and actually make a sale and have a conversation with somebody who can't maybe make it into their store at that time. Um, but there's, there, like you said, lemons, lemonade out of lemons here. There's a lot of different ways to, to process and squeeze, um, squeeze the good juice, add some sugar to it, and, and serve it up. Uh, to the community, um, we this definitely has the whole process has put pressure on us to work together as a community because we had we created gaps. This whole process created gaps that needed to be filled, and we watched Paso Robles and, and Atascadero and, and uh, San Luis Obispo County rise to the occasion when it said, "Here's a problem. Here's how we solve it. We have people who are shut in their houses now." people who cannot get to where they need to go, their services that have been interrupted, and and we watched the community. You know, it's interesting because of this tabletop, t kitchen table format, you'll say something, and it's, it, it, it 
and your juices go. Yeah, absolutely. Or I'll, or I'll say lemonade, and that now it's a, now it's transferred yeah. to you. I don't know about if you know this or not, but you probably do. Uh, right here in our community, when when this COVID thing started to, people under, sort of get a feel for what what it is. We have a, um, a business person here in town that's making uh, gowns, making the uh, personal protective equipment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but it's 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 uh, Daniel's. It's got uh, Daniel's Woodland. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yep. He he converted he converted his his uh, facility. He built he built a new. I think it's like thirty thousand square feet out behind the Culinary Academy. On the, on the okay. And now they're making. I don't know if they still are, but they were making gowns. Right. And I had a. I do commercial real estate, and I had a property on Commerce Way, that was empty, and it was thirty thousand square feet, and I got a call from um, 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 a lady whose husband was there, was uh, Daniel's, uh, is, is it uh, Rob or Ron? I don't know the the first name. Yeah. I mean, it's Daniel's. Mm-hmm. He's got Daniel's Woodland. Yeah. You, you know and they and so they're woodworkers. About? Just so everybody has a background, they're they're a woodworking company. They build uh, big oh, stuff. Yeah, the um, uh, clubhouses, tree houses, a lot of and, uh, and pretty much anything that you you want to build out of wood. Create, that kind of thing. Stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so they so they wound up uh, making gowns out of their place, right? And then they they uh, rented the place uh, and making their and I watched them. And he created the tables. Right, an assembly line for assembly gown line. making to send, and they were sending all over the the country, right? Yeah, well, man, or was yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I think I think their primary customers were California hospitals mm-hmm. and and clinics, and and we also watched that with the within the distillery <coughs> um, industry locally because we uh, in conjunction with the wine country, we also have a burgeoning uh, uh, distillery industry uh, making whiskey um, and so those companies um, also just started making hand sanitizer they they converted their their production line to making hand sanitizer so it was the pivot in the first six weeks to 12 weeks pivot was the buzzword it was like how do i pivot to stay stay producing something that the community needs today daniel's woodworking did that amazingly um and and um who else did that? Uh, the well, some of the distilleries in the area, yeah. Yeah. Um, Donati Winery um, started making hand sanitizer, um, and um, Ehrenberg over at uh, Cal um, Cali uh, not Cali Paso. Um, oh, and and I'm gonna forget the the name of his business, but um, the all of the um, the distilleries, you know, were able to pivot, and so it was. It was interesting to yeah. watch everybody kind of fill those needs and and then create delivery services. And I think, do you uh, do you order food or or groceries from any of the the delivery services? No. That that became pretty prevalent and and gave people jobs who, you know, otherwise didn't have. You know, maybe were out of work. But but you 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 bring to mind how the city of Paso Robles and the Chamber of Commerce have risen to the occasion and they developed in this this dining and center dining in, in, in the city park. Yeah. And they put in the tables and the, it's it's fenced and it's you can make a reservation from Thursday to uh, Sunday night. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the idea behind it is that what sparked that thought is that they ask you to to buy your your lunch, your, your meal, your meal from, from one of the restaurants one of the restaurants around around the, around the park. Yeah. So whether it's Red Scooter or Pappy McGregor's or whoever it is, it's or Mars Pizza, they it's some business that you're drawing some people because concerts in the park didn't happen. Right. And so you're drawing, and and you're not just saying go go find yourself a picnic table. They've got now you can make a reservation for up to a party of ten, and say, so I can't if I yeah. want to have some social, right? And we're and we're going to do that. That idea popped in my so we're going to do this. We're going to have a rotary social. Awesome, booth, but you can't call it rotary. So it's it's just Bob Fonero has got a table for ten. Right, and and going back to the liability um, reasons there, right? Um, you know, the downtown Paso Robles area right now in the park area is filled with uh, with picnic benches, but people will bring their own chairs. And we went there on a Thursday. It was completely packed. All the parking spots are are packed. The the you know the outdoor seating of all the restaurants are filled with people. Uh, there are people who are, and you know, Paso in particular um, has has tried to maintain as much normalcy and push the push the envelope. Um, they do have more cases up there, but they not necessarily you know causing a. a pandemic level event in their in the community but they are you know it's what we we kind of have to find that but, fine balance but, there but, but nick but when you look at the stats the recovery rate you look at all the you know they look at all of these the cases that, that tested positive the yeah. recovery rate is, is up around it's astronomical it's around it, 90 percent it's reassur- it's very reassuring compared to the initial reports and the and so you look at it yeah you, you know San Luis Obispo County, does, our population is like 280? 280,000, right, right. We've had 20, I think it's now 22 deaths. You know, I think we've had 3,000 cases or yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I don't remember all the numbers. Yeah, it's up but there. If, but if you look at the recovery rate, you know, so people have been getting COVID, but they recover. Yeah. And I'm not... I don't want to minimize it that it's right. almost like the flu, but it's a virus, right. and people are getting get get well. And I'm guys, right. I'm not trying. It, to it's it's like it's like the flu. I don't want to get the flu, but it's and I think uh, Haley and I have talked about this. Is it it has really impacted people with underlying conditions, and we're talking about comorbidities like like uh, diabetes or or health right. heart conditions can- <clears throat> cancers one i mean those are co- comorbidities and it's it's one of those things is here's an x factor to your co- comorbidities so you're already unhealthy here's something else that could you know i wonder if we're going to get to in in looking at making lemonade out of lemons get to a place where we realize you know smoking or excessive alcohol use or unhealthy eating habits or lack of exercise or all these things that we typically go, yeah, but I'm still going to live to be 70, 80, 90 years old. Then a a virus comes along and says, well, we're going to shave off a few years off of that because of these comorbidities. And it's something that I think we all just need to look at and go, am I, what, what do I want my life to be like? And am I want, do I want to be healthy and running and and able to 
to be outside and outdoors and be resilient as a human being or and and everything you just said t boils down to almost one one uh, uh, part of your DNA and I can I can just bring it down to one word discipline if you don't have that self-discipline to somehow and I'm not bragging but I have it I belong to Kennedy Club it's been it was open closed open closed drives me you know I, mm -hmm. I, I like I go yeah. every, I go every day I'm not one of these guys who go a couple times a week so now it's closed so what is because I had the self-discipline I take where I live I go over to the, some open space near where I live on Montebello Oaks and I take a, a, an hour hike mm -hmm. a walk mm -hmm. I don't run some guys run so I walk mm -hmm. but I do it every day and sometimes and I sometimes I sing a song sometimes I look at the trees but I do it because I say to myself it's important for you to have this exercise every sing you got it your body isn't going to take care of itself right just period right so and then if I go home and I have a salad I don't eat meat which I'm not trying to, I'm not a hero for all the guys out there that, that are in the There's a lot of different cattle, needs and diets, cattle right, business. right. But you, you have to make sure that every day, I mean, I start my day, this is, I, I start my day with, people say, with a positive message. And my message is called BDY. And BDY stands for best day yet. And I'm in a chair and I do some meditation, and then I stand up, stand up, and I raise my my hands above my head, and I go, "What day is this?" And I go, "This is the best day yet." And I do it every morning. And it's Nick. It's almost if you really get down. Why not? Right. Why not start your day? Well, the the alternative to that is is not as good as as doing that. It's it's pretty. It, it sounds like a simple choice, um, Bob. That, that's a great uh, great way to end the show. Okay. Um, it's a really uh, a really positive message. Uh, it was great having you on today. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Um, you. We we've I think uh, I I hope just to do a couple shout outs so people rem uh, remember. Um, going on Paso Robles Daily News, and I think we'll jump on that at Paso Robles Press to put a, some blurb out there to make sure that people can connect to Rotary Club. Um, if you want to find out more about Rotary, you can go to PasoRoblesRotary.org. Um, and uh, let's give a sh another shout out to Lacey Clifton and, and Chickadita uh, for you know for managing and and being the Zoom coordinator for those meetings. Um, a shout out to Aaron Berg at Calwise Spirits, who uh, who I forgot. Uh, the the name of his business um, earlier he uh, he was also one of those that, that started to supply he was actually supplying the FBI with hand sanitizer oh, wow. and and when he got a call from the FBI during because there was a lot of investigation going on with with um, everything that was happening over the past six months and he he was set he was set on his heels uh, when he got a call from the FBI for hand sanitizer he was like is this kind of a setup am I you know, when you get a call from the FBI, you want to make sure you're doing everything legal, right? So um, a shout out to him. Um, and, uh, you know, 
we uh, so we want, look forward. They, they wanted to buy the hand sanitizer, right? They wanted mass quantities of it because they were they were going to places you know that were uh, that were you know needed a lot of hand sanitizer. Um, uh, another shout out to the time and place and, and date of the Rotary Club meetings. Those are Thursdays. Right now they're at twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Thursdays twelve thirty. Um, and um, if you want more information, you can go to the websites. And thank you all for joining us. We'll be back here tomorrow uh, for another e episode of WeThePeoplecast.com. Um, and you can find us there. Bob, thank you so much. It was wonderful. Good seeing you in person. Thank very, you. very great to see you. And uh, Bob also works at Keller Williams. So if you are interested in moving to or from the Paso Robles area right now, uh, you can also look them up there. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll, we'll see you all later.